Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Social audio, Clubhouse, is sending waves of disruption throughout podcasting, polarizing us into camps of lovers, haters, and those who can't get in. Nervously, we're starting to ask some questions. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Not all of the gifts 2020 has spilled over into 21 are bad. Like take Clubhouse, a social audio platform that has reached, at least in my podcasting circles, a fever pitch. Now, I've been on this platform for almost two weeks now to the day. I don't hate it. I also don't love it. But I am rather intrigued by things. And since this show is ostensibly about the future and present of podcasting, it makes a lot of sense. And also because many of you have been asking for my opinion for me to chime in. So I'm going to dive in and answer five of the most pressing questions and most oft-repeated questions I have encountered in my whopping two-week tenure of Clubhouse. So an expert I am not in the Clubhouse, but I'm relatively good at sussing out things that might make sense for podcasting. So first off, let me just quickly explain what the heck podcast, uh, not podcast, you know what podcasting is. Let me tell you what Clubhouse is if you've not been in. This is my take on it, right? So Clubhouse is the 2021 version of the party line, except we're not holding the phone to our ears any longer. We now have phones we keep in our hands with earbuds in, right? And we're not calling a phone number to join. But we are joining a room, if you will, to listen in to a conversation that multiple people, one, talking to themselves, sure, to the audience, or 15 people are having back and forth. And as confusing as you think that might be, it's, it's, it's not. Oddly enough, it kind of works. Because there's a moderator who can have some semblance of control. So you join a room, you hear this conversation happening, you can raise your hand, and if the people who run the room allow you on stage, you can ask your question in your own voice. It's social audio in that you can follow other people. You have every bit of the power as anybody else in your own room. You can start your own room. You can then invite your friends to join you in that room and have a conversation. You know, all the things you would expect social audio to do. But here's the real key thing about Clubhouse. Clubhouse is audio only. Audio only. No snarky back channel, which I would love to see. No chats going back and forth. You don't get to heart or clap or those sorts of things, at least not in the emoji style that you see on most of the live video platforms that are out there. All communication you have with another person on Clubhouse is 100% audio, 
Weird. I know. But audio only. So, yeah, we should really love it. So I joined back in January 1st on January 1st, 2021. Thanks to uh, Jonathan Bailey Strong, a friend of mine. Jonathan, by the way, has a a newsletter he's starting called socialaudioinsider.com. The first episode is not yet released, but he's going to be covering the social audio thing, which is a real thing. Social audio is here. And that's what we're going to talk about. So with all of that out of the way, quickly, here are the five questions I hear over and over and over again when I'm in podcast-specific rooms on Clubhouse. Number one, is the future of podcasting Clubhouse? Well, in a word, no. But in nine words, or I think it's nine words, Clubhouse or something like it is in podcasting's future. But then again, so are a lot of other things, right? So it's not the future of podcasting, but it certainly is part of podcasting future. As we continue to evolve the medium that we have, and as the world around us continues to evolve, that audio-only aspect clearly, clearly makes it a part of our future. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Second question I get a lot. Is Clubhouse a distribution channel for my podcast? Much like we distribute our show over on YouTube, for example, or we're doing other sorts of sound bites and repurposing and repackaging our content, distributing it as far and wide as we possibly can. Should you try to distribute your show, record your show, if you will, on Clubhouse? Well, you can try, but just like anything, you're trying to force a round peg into a square hole. It's not designed for that. So I am certainly not looking at using Clubhouse as a distribution platform because, again, there's nothing social. There's nothing inherently social about listening to a podcast. And Clubhouse and all forms of social audio are going to be social in nature, very much real-time things. So there's probably a play for podcasting. There's certainly a play for podcasting, but it's not, not as a distribution channel for your podcast. Will podcasting, excuse me, excuse me, let me change that. Will Clubhouse kill podcasting? Well, my answer that I've given several times on this is as follows. Remember when video killed the radio star? Uh, Not the song by the Buggles, but nonetheless, that was the assumption that was going to happen, that video will now kill radio stars and and bands will stop touring and stop making music and just make music videos. That didn't happen. Podcasting was going to kill radio back in 2004 when I started. That didn't happen. Twitter was going to kill long-form writing. That didn't happen. So, no, Clubhouse or social audio in general is not going to kill podcasting. We're not transferring all of our efforts over there. And there are a lot of reasons why, but most of it it has to do with on-demand. That killer app of podcasting, which lets people listen to whatever they want, whenever we want, does not exist in Clubhouse. It is a real-time listen to this conversation to the exclusion of every other conversation happening at that particular time. So no, Clubhouse is not going to kill podcasting. If anything, it inspires podcasting, as some people have said. How inspired you get is up to you. Next question. Should I, a podcaster, invest time in Clubhouse and social audio? Because I'm already busy. 
I already spend X hours a day on my podcast. I spend X hours a day in my business. Do I really want to invest time in something else? Maybe. I mean, there's no guarantee that Clubhouse is going to be the thing that propels social audio forward. There's no guarantee this particular platform is going to win. Remember Plurk? Probably not. Remember Meerkat? Maybe vaguely. What about Quibi? Yeah. None of those worked. They're all good ideas. Like Plurk became Twitter, Meerkat became whatever the stories of Snapchat and Instagram are, and Quibi short form video, well, it's jury still out on that. But Something in social audio is going to continue. I don't think this genie goes back in the bottle. Here we are. So you might as well play around in Clubhouse. That's my approach. But also, also, be very adept. Be able to switch pretty quickly. Last question. How can podcasters use Clubhouse? Well, that's what we're finding out right now. We're inventing this space as we go along. To help answer that question, tomorrow... Friday, January 15, 2021, I will be going on Clubhouse for the first time with podcast pontifications on Clubhouse. No, it's not going to be me just speaking out to you, but you know how sometimes as you're, if you're watching this live, I do this live as a video, a lot of people are in the chat room with ideas. So we're bringing it live. We're going to do it on Clubhouse tomorrow. January 15th, 11 a.m. Arizona time. That's 1 p.m. New York City. That's 10 a.m. Los Angeles. Join me for podcast pontifications on Clubhouse. Just follow me. I'm at Evoterra or just Evoterra, I guess, on the Clubhouse, and you'll get notification of that. Also, along with that, buymeacoffee.com is where people go to show their love. Well, subscribers to that, people who got a membership of it, so they I get a virtual coffee from them on a regular basis, will have some extra perks that will roll into this new social audio thing that I'm doing. So that's good. Got it? That's it. So tell a friend about podcast pontifications, but more importantly for now, see you tomorrow, Friday on Clubhouse. And if you can't do that because you're not on an Android or you're on an Android, sorry, but I shall be back on Monday with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com.
That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.